dad told me all about him. See, when I really stole treasure once, and then he got into this cave, and he's been there ever since. Trapped. You guys, just what if this map could lead to one-eyed Willie's rich stuff? I'm setting booty traps. You mean booby traps. That's what I said, booby traps. I want to go home. Don't say that. Goonies never say die. Oh, my God. From Steven Spielberg. Are you gone? The Goonies. Do the truffle shuffle. Come on. Oh, hey, guys. I'm AJ. I'm Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. How are you? I'm great, sir. Are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, what am I not? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. This week on Drinks in a Movie, uh, we are going to be discussing The Goonies. Oh, my God. You excited? Yes. Oh, my God. He was so excited, he was keyboarding the table. I was. That's what I'm I said. Doing... You need to... St- st- yeah, yeah, do like... it again. Yeah, like you can hear that. Is. Stop doing it. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, so obviously uh, with each episode, we have a drink that coincides with whatever movie we're doing. So I cheated. Okay. I cheated because I found there's a company. They're actually pretty famous for making beer, uh, but they also do make liquor once in a while. They're called Rogue. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so I got to give them props on this because I stole it from them. Nice. Uh, They did a celebration. last, Last year was the 35th anniversary of the Goonies. 2020. I think it's 34. 35. Uh, so this will be the 36th year. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, 1985? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So last year was the 35th anniversary. They did this drink called The Goonie. Nice. Now, obviously, they use their vodka because they make vodka and whiskeys and things like that. So they distill now? I yeah. Know they, okay. Well, they don't. It's not as widespread as okay. like their beers. Okay. But it's good. I've had their whiskey before. Interesting. And okay. it was good. I haven't seen it in years. But... Their beer is fabulous. Oh, absolutely. So the drink is called the Goonie, and the we are Goonie. actually oh, enjoying them right now. Indeed, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna take a drink. It's good stuff. Mm. So if you like fruity stuff, it is good. Um, I wouldn't recommend drinking a whole bunch of them. You mixed this very well. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I used to be a bartender. Is that right? I still kind of okay. do it. All right. So uh, the Goonie <laughs> consists of uh, one ounce of vodka, one ounce of raspberry liquor. We used razzmatazz. Okay. Um, one ounce of orange juice and one ounce of cranberry juice. Yeah. Now we didn't use cranberry because I'm not a big cranberry fan, so I threw a little bit of um, what is that stuff called? The red stuff, roses. Oh, um, <laughs> why can't I remember what it's called? Is it the, is it the stuff they put in uh, grenadine? Yes, grenadine. Yeah, there it is. Jeez. All right. Man, that's horrible. Yeah, I used to be a bartender. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. Vodka. Masculine. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Great. Vodka, raspberry, <laughs> liquor, orange juice, and cranberry juice. Or you can use grenadine. Grenadine. I was waiting for you to say. Shirley, okay. You look Shirley like Temple. Right. Yes, Shirley Temple yeah. when you were a kid. So it's very good. It's delicious. We're sitting here having some right now. Uh, we also good. added a shot of tequila. Oh, yes. Not in the drink, but just down our <laughs> just throats. <laughs> <laughs> just here, why not? So this is going to be a good podcast. Oh, indeed. All right. So, of course, Goonies. Uh, majority of everyone has seen Goonies. I feel like if you haven't seen Goonies, then your movie repertoire is not awesome. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, we're going to kind of work because we're learning as we go here. Yes. We're going to kind of work from the beginning of the film and then kind of go through it. We're going to talk about different facts, things you may not know. The movie itself, obviously. Yes. Because it's a fantastic film. 
Uh, I actually watched this. Uh, a lot of people, I don't know. I talk about it on the air, yeah. but um, on my show, but I have like a theater in my garage, which is actually where we're at right yes. now. My garage is a makeshift garage slash movie theater slash podcasting studio. It's it, it, it's actually not dissimilar to the attic where said Goonies find the map, but we'll get yes. into that later. True story. Okay. So <laughs> it was funny because I actually had to ask Jimmy before we started this, and I was like, why are we talking about this now? We should be recording this. Correct. Um, at how the movie opened. Yeah. So the, the movie opened as? The Fratellis, I believe, break out of prison. And, and uh, you know, run Well, rampant. just one of them. They, he, yeah. they got him out. Yeah, he gets him out. That's right. Okay. Acts like he hung himself using a pipe. That's right. That's and then, right. then Chunk smears his milkshake and yes. his pizza on the window. Correct. Because <laughs> he sees the car chase. That's right. He's so, in town hanging out. Yes. That's right. And that kind of sets up, essentially sets up the movie. Yes. You know, cause... Actually, yeah. Without Chunk, this film would have never happened. Oh, well, true. Because, I mean, the police chase goes by everybody that's in the film. Right. You know, just, I mean, all around great DBC setup, in my there's... opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they set it up very well. So, obviously, this movie came out in 1985. Um, I know. Crazy, isn't it? Man. Um, directed by Richard Donner. Uh, Lethal Weapon? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Superman? Yep. Wow. Uh, wrote by It was written by Chris Columbus, who... Oh, yeah. Did a lot of stuff. He's kind of all over the place. Like, Home yeah. Alone... Right. He directed Home Alone, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Nine Months, Stepmom. Like, oh, yeah. just kind of, I don't know. It's kind of yeah. funny how he's just kind of all over. But I like that. He's a very sure. eclectic filmmaker. Very versatile. Writer. Yeah. Slash whatever. You know, he does everything. Um, a lot of the big actors, uh, some still big, like Josh Brolin. Yeah. This was his absolutely. debut film. Right. First movie he ever did. Now he's Thanos. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Cable and Cable. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how things come... Like, Josh Brolin, I feel like, you know, he did this movie. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, as kids, you don't follow films and things like that as, as right. deeply right. as you do as an adult. Correct, right. I mean, we watch a lot of movies as kids. Correct, right. But I feel like Brolin's one of those that did some stuff and then just disappeared. Yeah, And then all of a sudden, a he's back. Right, exactly. Like, full bore. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Sean Astin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who then, what was it? Uh, the, not Harry Potter. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings. He yeah. came, came back into that. Jeff Cohen, who played Chunk. Right. Who's now an entertainment He's lawyer. He's an entertainment <laughs> yeah. lawyer, yeah. yeah. Still in the film industry, yeah. just doesn't act. Uh, on the other side of the uh, camera uh, or whatever. Corey Feldman. Yes. Whom I know a lot of people think he's nuts, and he might be, but I oh, still like awesome. him. I like him. Um, Carrie Green, who played Andy. She was in Lucas? She yes, was Lucas. Yes, I with Corey Haynes. the list. We ought to, yeah, put that, that on the list. Yeah. Uh, Martha Plimpton, who played... Oh, she's South. amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I can't ever say his name. The guy that played Sloth. Oh, uh, uh, John Matuzak. Is that how you say it? He played for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The craziest football player. So, um, obviously, it gets set up in the beginning with them breaking the Fratelli out. And uh <clears throat> kind of goes from there. And then it yeah. goes right into all the friends kind of meeting at, their, right. at uh, Brolin and... Well, we should uh, probably call them by their... Uh, uh, yeah, it, it would be uh, Brand, Brand, and, and Mikey. Mikey. Yes, they meet at their house, and that's kind of how they put the friendship together. So, obviously, you have Mikey, who's the, the kind of the mama's boy. Correct. Roland's character, Brandon, is the uh, which a, a nice personal note. Did you know at one point in the in the film, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was Mikey actually, Sean yeah. Aston's character, actually called him Brolin by his real name. 
Did you know that? Josh. Yeah, he, calls <laughs> he him called Josh him Josh in one, one of the point. scenes. Yeah. By accident, he left it in. Oh, yeah. And I never okay. noticed it. Okay. And I actually read that a while back, and I was like, you know what? I think I do remember that. Yeah. Happening. But yeah, so he called him Josh. That's funny. Just kind of a side note. <laughs> um, then, of course, Data, Data. Oh, yeah. Data, Data. Yeah, yeah. short round. Uh-huh. Best part, I think, was uh, when the friends come together, and they bring uh, they bring the woman home to help them clean and stuff because they got to move. Oh, they're oh, the golf oh, course. oh, cleaning lady. And they have mouth. They have Translating mouth. it? Yes. <laughs> I, I was wondering about the making of this. Apparently, that actress taught him the Spanish phrases to say for that, for really? that scene. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, here's where we keep the drugs. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, if you do a bad job, we will lock you we'll in lock here you with in nothing here. but crackers or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, t- I have to say, when I saw this movie as a kid, Mouth was my favorite character in a movie. Oh, like, yeah. He had those, like, pleather pants. Yeah, the spiky and his, hair. his cool members-only coat. Oh, yeah. And carried his hairbrush in his back his pocket. His hairbrush, he's, yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan of Mouth. <laughs> so, obviously, it goes on from there. The dad um, works at a museum. He's a curator, yeah. yeah. So, it's just so we're all on, on page two, of course. This is Correct. based in Astoria, Astoria, Oregon. Which, in and of itself, that town is... Awesome. Just a little bit. You've been there? I I was in Oregon and I was. You were where? Oregon. Or Oregon? No, you were. Oregon? I'm just messing with you. Grenadine. Grenadine. (laughs) Yes, Grenadine. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Rogue. Um, (laughs) Grenadine. uh, Grenadine. uh, And really cool, you know, know, northwestern united states seaside town and it was just like it was just a neat location yeah and uh i I remember when they're rolling through town like you know the police chase and all that i was like this place is cool yeah you know like you would have an adventure well and i think that's what what spins off the dad working at the the he was a curator Curator, at the museum and they go up in the attic and they find of course all this stuff so that's where they find the treasure map which uh sean astin kept Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he kept it. They they allowed him to keep the map after the movie wrapped. Oh, that's cool. And I actually saw an interview. It was a couple years ago. I think he was interviewing for Lord of the Rings. They were yeah, releasing yeah, one yeah. of the Lord of the Rings movies. And he said they asked him about the map. And he's like, I still have I it. I still have he's it. He's like, I have it framed. It's in my house. Yeah. I was. I, I don't, unfortunately, I don't remember the um, um, gentleman's name on the crew. The, the guy basically making the props for the film. He didn't think the map was old enough looking. So he he aged it himself and even put his own blood into the map. I did hear about that. I thought that was that there nutty. was actual blood on it. I, I mean, didn't know that's it was crazy. I didn't know it was the prop guy. It was the prop guy. But I did know that they uh, they aged they did it that. a little bit. That's crazy. Yeah, for real. That is crazy. Um. So obviously it moves off from there. The kids think that they're going to go find this treasure and right. They think it's going to be like a two hour thing. Yes. Well, obviously that's not the case. Right. No. Right. 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 <laughs> no. No. Uh, so as we move through the movie, obviously we know that the whole thing is um, like the whole movie is based around the fact that they go to find the treasure of One-Eyed Willie oh, yes. and yes. la la la. And it all comes together great, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's see here. They go off this when they, they do the, I guess, the meet cute with the Fratellis. The, the, the meat. Like they go off. You know what a meat cute is? I'm, uh, I've never heard that term. You've never heard the term meat cute? Meat cute. And you're a film guy? I should know that. Jeez, Google it on your phone. Oh, fine. All right. Oh, my gosh. Not right now. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> no. 
meet cute. Yeah, meet cute. It's when two characters meet for the first time in a film. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never heard it described as that. That's cool. Okay. Dude, that goes back to like 1950s Hollywood. Oh, I'm sure it does. There, yeah. There's other, you know. Oh, um, neat. All right. So uh, they think the meet cute happens yes. whenever they go to what they feel is just a restaurant, which it is an old restaurant. Right, it's not open right. Now. Of course, it's where the Fratellis hide out. Yes. Um, which is where then again they find the the entrance way yes that kind of starts the adventure correct by accident because it ends up uh being underneath which was that was actually the scene when uh they're down in the basement and oh where there's a drain or yeah, something yeah yeah right? well yeah because chunk yeah. broke the water bottle that's right the big glass water bottle i don't got it and that's when yeah. that's apparently when they called brolin josh oh that's when okay. mikey called him josh okay. it was like somewhere somewhere in that scene nice. somewhere okay um so obviously all of them go down the the drain and that's where the adventure begins. Now, Chunk, he goes his own way. So God bless Chunk ends up getting out, and he goes looking for help and gets picked up by the Fratellis. Yes. Then they want to put his hand in a blender, and he wants to play the violin and all that good stuff. Fantastic. So that's where it all starts. And uh, the fun part. Now, one part we did skip was back at the house, at the Mikey and Brandon's house. The truffle shuffle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The Rube Goldberg in, yeah. at the beginning. They had to. They don't even let him in. Yeah, that, and they have. It's all the inventions. Yeah, the inventions are everywhere. Data, data. The, the, right. That's what I'm gonna. Con- data. That's, that's how I'm gonna say. Well, it's funny because in the one part, the mom actually goes data, data, whatever your name is. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna refer to him as. Data, data. Data, data. Data, data. Um, uh, and you know Jeff Cohen who played Chunk. Yeah. Actually, was so committed. That he got chicken pox. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Still Wasn't showed up. sick? Yeah. Still showed up because he was scared he was going to lose. They recast him. Right. I mean, when you're a kid, like as an adult, you're like, dude, they're halfway through filming the movie. Right. They're not yeah, going to yeah, recast yeah. you they're, now. Right. It's going to cost them millions. Oh, yeah. Well, not maybe back then, but it's going to cost them a lot of money. Exactly. You know, they have to redo everything. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't CGI that. No, yeah. no. <laughs> so they go on about the adventure. Um traveling through the tunnels and everything else the you know but uh the one part when they go and they find chester Copperpot. oh yeah and they found that guy yeah yeah and he, the best part i think about that scene for me was is i was a huge baseball card fan oh yeah yeah and they're going through chester Copperpot's wallet and they find the, the lou, lou gehrig. gehrig card yeah and i'm like uh dude that thing's probably that's probably half a it's treasure like, right I was now in this it wasn't like isn't like like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, I don't know. It was like some incredible amount of money. Yeah, and that see, that and card, like, dude, right there's half your treasure, right. and you're just yeah, like, like, just yeah, whatever. Yeah. We'll just throw that to the side. Yeah, whatever, you know. And I'm like, come on, man, what are you doing? <laughs> right. You're killing me. Uh, uh, so just to back up for a second, obviously, back at the Fratelli house is where they met Sloth. Correct. Because Chunk got tied up with him in there, and he's <laughs> he's kind of like the redheaded stepchild. You know, the, he's an embarrassment of the Fratelli family, Correct. and blah 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 blah. But it actually took what's his name, John Matuzek. You're going to say that the whole way through. This. I am Grenadine. Uh, it took five hours a day. <laughs> yes, to make him sloth. Oh, for the face yeah. makeup and all yes. that. Five hours. And they had like an eye. They had to time his blink. Right. <laughs> well, they had. It's funny because I saw a picture. Like, it had transition pictures of, like, him going, them putting, putting makeup the makeup on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had the eyeball where they it's mounted like, on his, like cheek. his cheek. Yeah. But it has, like, a thing going up a cable, I guess, which is how they operated uh, it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, it's what it looks like. Right, It right, has, like, right. a, a strap cable thing that goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing that's how they operated the eye. Yeah, yeah. Or if it was just battery-powered, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I mean, it gives you that long time. 
oh. for makeup. And back then, that was incredible. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, but one of the big things here too, as you brought up, yeah, was soundtracks. Oh yeah. Go back to the eighties and nineties in films. Oh. And soundtracks were a huge oh. deal. Huge deal. Yeah, and it was a way for a solo artist or band to get out there. Well, I even remember going into the 90s, I remember when they did the first Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, horrible movie. <laughs> In my opinion, I thought it was a horrible film. But the soundtrack oh, was yeah. unbelievable. Remember Puff Daddy he, did like the... It was the, Puff Daddy. He, did, he sampled Cashmere from Led Zeppelin. But Paige and Dave Grohl. Yeah. Dave Grohl playing the drum drum uh track to cashmere yeah with jimmy page on guitar and, and yeah and puff, puff, daddy. puff daddy come with me yes that's was it. the song that's it. okay uh jamiroquai i remember oh, the jamiroquai yeah. song that. so so for this one and cindy you, can't, you can't get more 80s yeah. than cindy lauper nah. i it, love her it was such a great song too oh yeah but there was now this is this is wild now so the song goonies are good enough is is the song that that was the big, that's the that's the I, you can hear it you can can't not watch this movie and you hear it good enough oh good yeah enough. that's the iPod right yep same here and well there was uh, there was actually a song that was cut and this is a scene we'll get into later there was a song that was cut that was called Eight Arms to Hold You that she recorded mm-hmm. it's one of the rarest pieces of music. That you find because it wasn't actually released. Oh, really? It wasn't or not released as a single. Um, but yeah, it was. It was like for a scene later we'll get to. But I just um, found that fascinating. It was. Well, you know, she hated that song, the Goonies song. Yeah, yeah, she hated it. And the only hated reason it. she brought it back was people wanted to hear. Yeah, it they live. wanted to hear it. So then she ended up doing her True Color store. Right. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, how can you hate this? Like, it's so catchy. It's so catchy. And I mean, the thing is, is I feel like as an artist in that aspect is. You did it for a film. It's not like right. you did. It wasn't an artistic venture, correct? That you wanted to go out and touch people's lives with. You were doing this for a movie, right? You know, and it's kind of like, and she was already she was already megaton before that. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you're you, these artists sit down, they watch a film, write yes, us a song, right? You know, right. It's, you're writing it about the movie. You're not right again. You're not writing it for any kind of right. personal gain. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I'm an artist type of thing, right? But whatever. We, we need you to write about this. Um, Shaved Yak that has, <laughs> that's voiced by Gary Oldman. Oh, I want to watch that movie. I don't know. Aye, aye, aye. That'd be amazing. Um, uh, one of my favorite parts was, as they're going through the caves, I think, was <laughs> the, the part whenever she, which is something that you would probably never see in a movie now. Right. Just because of just the way things are in the world. Uh, which we don't need to dive into. Right. Um, but the part where Andy thought she was making out with Brandon and she ended up oh, making out with Mikey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. She's a high school cheerleader. Right. And he's like 12. Right. You know, right, right. so you average, she's like 16, 17 years old. He's like 12. If right. that happened now, like there'd be all kinds of no. like, oh, yeah. People It'd would be, be like freaking out about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, but I, I, did, I did like that part. <laughs> Steph, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when does, did Brand get braces? braces? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember because she kind of, she kind of lunges at him. I, I just remember his sneakers kind of trying to get traction. Yes. yes. You know, like what is happening? You know. <laughs> the doors this way, lover boy. Doors this way, lover. <laughs> I was, I was amazed as a kid. Um, so. Uh, 
we, we try to watch our language on the podcast. I'm not going to say the word, but this has 19 in instances. This is a PG movie. Uh huh. 19 instances of the uh, S word. S H I T. Yeah. Well, did you know the one part? Uh, data data. It, promised his mother he would not he curse. would not curse so, he so had when to he spell falls, it yeah when he falls he Holy goes s h i t yes, yes. I thought that's that was hysterical because he promised his mom right I thought that that's was cool. cool that's very cool. like good for you buddy yeah right promised his mom he would not curse <laughs> I would not in the movie. curse but I, I thought there was like adult it was kind of adult humor and going back remember when they break the uh, the statue. Oh yeah, and, and they have to and they glue the it on upside down. On. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and she, the mom's like, "What is that?" And they're, and they're freaking out because oh, she saw it. Yeah, and it was the it chips. Was, it was the chips. But it's remember, uh, uh, Brolin or Brand has the uh, you idiots, you can't because they put it upside down. Yeah, and he's like, "You idiots, he's gonna be pissing in their face." Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <and> like <laughs> we wouldn't be here. If we wouldn't we be here one. <laughs> the, oh man, but that's 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 a testament to how well written. Well, this and you shows. know, it's funny because you look at things like these films or even music at times to where w when you watch it as a kid and then watch it as an adult, how you get things that you oh, didn't yeah. get. Oh, yeah. Like as a kid, even small stuff, stupid stuff. Right. As a kid, when I saw that scene, I remember seeing the chips on the floor when because it was a quick flash to that. Correct. And I thought yeah. it was like pieces of the statue. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, now that you say that, you're That's right. what I thought yeah. when I was a kid, and I'm kind of like, well, if she saw that, how she not know that the statue's broke? Right. Then you know, years later, I'm like, oh, it's potato oh, chips, because Chunk yeah. was feeding his face. That's right. Yeah. I like how they use subtitles for that. When he's trying to say something to Mikey, and they put in subtitles. Oh, yeah. Because he's got yeah. his mouth full. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. That's the thing. We find... You find you know, we're moving in the timeline, but you find the thing. Oh, yeah, remember this? You oh, know? yeah. Well, you kind of got to go back to it. You got to revisit it. I mean, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, uh, the men's room scene, too, which was right around the same That's part what I there. was about to say. Yeah, the men's room. I'm, I'm going to go. To, here's the little boys' room. Here's the girls' room. I'm going to the men's room. And then they come out. Where are you guys going? We're going to the men's room. We're going Mikey. to the men's room. Thanks. <laughs> Brolin and his infinite coolness. <laughs> Uh, there was one, uh, a couple scenes in there to where there was a lot of reactionary things. So throughout the film, number one, there was a lot of rewrites. Okay. Throughout the movie, lots of rewrites, apparently. Yeah. The actors did not see said rewrites until the day they were shooting those scenes. Oh, wow. So they had to learn their lines like right then and there. That's tough. They didn't, oh, well, yeah, especially kids. That that shows you how good these kids were are as actors. Well, and like I've always said too, I feel like doing movies as opposed to, as opposed to doing like stage, right? Because I've done stage, right? And with stage, you got to learn the entire script. You got to learn every line you have. Okay, I have to move here. Yeah, blah, blah. like there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. running off stage to hurry up and read it. No, like yeah. you got to. And I mean, even doing stage, like I'm still oh, yeah. standing, you know, stage left. Right. Reading like, and studying okay. still yeah. like five minutes before I'm going on. Right. Um, but, you know, where you're doing film, you're doing scenes. Correct. And it's right. like you only have to learn. Like, so in one scene, if you have four lines, you just need to know the four lines. Right. Now, if you have 67 lines throughout the entire film. Right. You only need to know three, four at a time. Right. So it's a little easier. But right. still, as a kid, to absorb that. I That's mean, a lot. Go yeah. back to being a kid. I didn't want to read books. No. I had no interest in reading books. Right. But uh, Richard Donner, the director, would also do things like he, he'd trigger them. He'd yell big eyes oh, when he wanted them to be surprised right? Like or have a certain reaction. So he had certain keywords that he would use for the kids. Oh, that's cool. That yeah. he could, yeah, he could like get certain reactions out of them, which I thought was pretty awesome. Um, no doubt. So obviously, uh, back to One-Eyed Willie. 
because this is the whole the whole right. point right. of them going on this adventure is they find this pirate. Um, so the Fratellis obviously catch up to him in the cave um, because they're chasing after the kids because they know nothing about One-Eyed Willie. Essentially, at that point, they know about the treasure. Uh, gotcha. They don't think anything of like, they just think there's a buried treasure somewhere. Right. Which the kids genuinely think, too. I don't think they think the end game is going to be the ship is sitting in a harbor buried under rocks. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. So the Fratellis end up starting to catch up to him. Um, Andy has to play the piano. And, oh, it was great. You know, I, I, I'd love to take piano lessons. Oh, my God. Dude. I'm not going to live this down. <laughs> I, 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 I am supposed to teach him, and I will, I Two swear. years ago. Two years. Two my years ago. God, I'm sorry. There Are it is. You? I am, actually. If you were oh, sorry, it happened by now. Uh, no, it will. It, geez. Jeez. My gosh. Yeah, I'm very upset about this. I, I, I'll, I had I, to bring that up. I will rectify I that. had to bring that I, up. I will rectify So I think it was right after the piano scene where Andy had to play the piano yeah. um, was when um, they pretty much went into the water slide at that point. Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of it structurally. Yes. I believe so, that's right. Because obviously Spielberg was a producer yeah, on this movie. Right. Um, they said that after they rapped. Like the actors and Steven Spielberg and Richard Donner, all of them were like going down the slide. Oh, the water Warner. slide That's they cool. built. Yeah. 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 Because that was all based in a, obviously, on a lot. On a Warner right. Brothers. You know, they built Think about it. about how insane that would be. Like, because oh. that's a pretty labyrinthine, you know, they're going through that. Uh, like, 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 I was thinking about that because, like, the tunnel system, uh, going back a little bit, you got um, Troy. Troy. I forgot about and, Troy. And, and, and here's this connection. So, so, it, it, I, I want to get I'm gonna trash get, the goondocks. Oh my gosh! And like, I want to get. Into, this is sort of funny, but I want to not to get like serious. But the moral Mikey's moral obligation to finding this treasure. Uh, long, long story short, basically, they, they, they it's the uh, the um, Mikey and Brand's house. There's a, I guess, a real estate company. Yeah, they're gonna turn into a golf course. Right. Yeah. And trash and the goondocks. They're gonna trash that. And Troy's dad is the lead architect of that. Mm-hmm. And, and Tro- Troy's into Andy. And uh, and he's like the star football player. Yes. He's also the founder of the Pussycat Dolls. What? His name is Steve Anton. The actual, the actual, the guy? actual guy. He's the founder of the Pussycat he's, Dolls. He had an integral part. His sister was one of the original members of the Pussycat Dolls. Mm. So there's a fun fact for you. Really? Yes. thousand percent. So he's like in the music scene? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did he do any acting after Oh, he, he did. He did a He did very few movies, but um, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, Steve Anton is his thing. Andy, I'm... you goonie! <laughs> and like, he's very, yeah, like seething. sucking his cheeks in. Seething. What's his name? Steve Anton. A-N-T-I-N. A-T-I-N. A-N-T-I-N. A-N-T-I-N. Yeah, uh, but his sister, yeah, was one of the original members along, um, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to mess her name up. Oh, the up. Pussycat Dolls? Yeah, um, I can't remember her name. The the, the She's his a sister. judge. Uh, she, she, no, his sister was one of the original members. I'm trying to think. Oh, of the, the Pussycat lead. Dolls. Yeah, the lead singer. Oh. Um, that is on the, uh, the mass singer. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh-oh. Yeah, he hasn't done any acting. Not a lot. Since the late 90s. Right. But he was like NYPD blue. blue, 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 blue. Nice. Uh, burlesque? Oh, yeah. I think he was a choreographer. Oh, he was on 21 Jump Street, the show. Oh. Obviously. We have to do a special with TV shows at some point. We could. Yeah. 
We could. You'd be very good with that. I'm not good with TV. I'm good with film. Well, it, I mean, it unless we get into old it stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless we it had to be like old older, stuff. Yeah. New, post, post-1995. Yeah, I don't not, know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing. I know nothing. Um, but yeah, uh, um, what, one of the best. He's up there with um, William Zabka from the Karate Kid series as, as one of the best uh, villains. Um, I just remember the well scene. Uh, we're, 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 they're, they're starting to negotiate their way down the, like I said, the well, last because they think they found they the think, right. Yeah. And, uh, this is our well, these, and, and that really kind of heartfelt moment. He's like, you know, we're, they're like, uh, I think it's a mouth that says, Oh, this coin, they find the coins that yes, people yes. are throwing into the well. And he's like, I'm taking this one back. This is a dream. This was mine. And Mike, he's like, these are other people's dreams Oops. here. Yeah. They're right. Dreams, I was yeah. like, Oh, this is <laughs> uh, and and that's and that's what he gets the big speech of like this is our time we need to do th- this is this is our adventure mm-hmm. you know like this is this is this is our time we've got to you know find this is why we're gonna find the treasure I was like my god he was a hobbit even then he knew a journey when he saw it I tell you what though <laughs> as a kid too that's what you wanted to do you Absolutely. wanted to go you wanted to go on this you and know? that's the thing they they have they have throwbacks to Errol Flynn movies. Uh, that they're watching, they have. Uh, they're watching Captain Blood at one point, and it, it, there's a, there's a throwback to pirate movies. We'll get to that in a second. But like it was, it, it, it's really you know, <sighs> throwing very adult themes for a mm-hmm. kid kids movie. Well, and you know, I feel like it was aimed. Like when we say kid, I feel like it was aimed more at like the early teenage, like Correct. 13, 14 year old. Type Correct, because that's how about the age the kids were right. in the movie, the young kids, right. Obviously, like Brolin's character and them, they were like sixteen. Yes, you know they and it's two years apart when you're that age is a lot. Oh, two years apart when you're in your twenties right. and thirties, it's eh, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you hit forty, that's a different party. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, it's a definitely a different party. So uh, obviously, they go through um, the water slide, which I yes. still want to do, and then they they come to the ship, right? Which is where everything kind of comes together. Uh, one of the big things uh, with that part was the surprise for the ship. Oh, you know yeah. That? Like where they were not allowed to see the ship Correct. at all. And it was a full reconstructed yes, ship. Yes, it was real. It was amazing, yeah. It was real. Um, now, now, there was like, I think a couple of the shots they did in that scene was obviously, it was digitally put in oh, okay. for the size, to the like size. put the size. Okay. But the ship was real. Yeah. They built a real ship. In okay. one of the, you know, in one of the lots. Yeah, one of the back lots, yeah. And they would not allow any of the actors to see the ship because they wanted a genuine reaction. Oh, yeah. When they shot it. Yeah. So, obviously, they had to do it in one take. Oh, okay. Like, because you can't get a genuine reaction right. more than once. Right, So, the, the it was the one and only take they took when they come up out of the water and they see the ship for the first time. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, they're totally taken back from it because oh, Richard Donner awesome. and them said, we do not want any of the actors to see the ship. We won't, Oh, that's cool. Um, And I don't know, there was also that part where they're in the water, there was a deleted scene about the octopus. Yeah, the octopus, right. Did you ever watch it? Uh, it's, a while while, back. They actually shot it. They, right, yeah. and why they didn't include it, I don't know. I think I get Pacing? it. It was kind of cheesy. Okay, yeah, yeah. In but, my opinion. Right. You know, like watching them, I'm kind of like, eh, it's got a little bit of cheese to it. That's like... I. Uh, if you think of octopus scenes, I always think of, uh, which is another one we should add, the movie Popeye, where Robin Williams punches it out of the... Popeye? Remember that? <laughs> oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Hit him. 
Oh, good old anyway. Popeye. But that 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 was the only other octopus scene I could think of besides Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. So um, oh, there you go. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I, I'll have to go back and watch. I know they shot it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's okay. straight up scene because in like in the scene, um, oh, what's her name? The uh, Plimpton that played. Yeah, Martha yeah. Plimpton. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, mouse behind her in the water and they're walking. Yeah. And she thinks mouse like rubbing her leg. Oh, it's and a she tentacle. Finally, she finally hits him, turns on, slaps him. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's a tentacle of the octopus. And then it gets a hold of her in mouth. Holy crap. And it's like pulling them and they're all freaking out. And data, 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 data. goes underwater. And he, I think he takes his like tape deck. Oh, that's his amazing. Walkman, and he shoves it in the mouth of the octopus. Oh, wow. And it's playing a song. Which yeah. is where I, I was uh, talking about earlier, the Eight Arms to Hold You. Oh, okay. It was the B-side to the Goonies Are Good Enough song, that, but then it never got released. It, it, it's a very rare piece of uh, audio uh, history there, and that got cut from the film. So uh, there you go. Yeah, because then, obviously, in the end scenes, that's when Data Data says about the octopus was really that's scary. That's right. The octopus was They right, left right. that in there. But then watching the movie, you make it, it makes you think they're just embellishing. You know, they're trying to make it... That's like a happy accident. That's cool. Correct, yeah. yeah. It's like... almost like they're just embellishing the story. Right, yeah. But it actually happened. It actually but... happened. Yeah. And speaking of that, there's a there's throwbacks to other um, 80s movies, which the, the filmmakers of uh, this film... Uh, uh, there, there's a, uh, Which other uh, filmmakers did in other films. Uh, there's a scene where Chunk is calling the police. And... And the, the, the dispatcher goes, uh, is this like the time those little furry creatures? Yeah, and yes. it's a throwback to Gremlins. Chris Columbus. Which is Chris yes. Columbus. Who wrote it. Right. Yep. And and so that actually plays in interestingly. Well, it's the same thing as Sloth wearing. And there's a couple scenes where he's wearing a Raiders t-shirt. Yeah. And, and he played for the Raiders. Yeah. And then the Superman. He's got the Superman yes. and t-shirt. Richard Donner. Donner did, did Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's all. I like those little Easter Throwbacks. eggs. Yeah, they're little Easter eggs, and this is uh, full of them. And none of them, and nobody knows, you know, unless you're a huge. And this is back right. before IMDb and right. you know the internet in general, right? Things like that. It, it yeah, um, and yeah, there. It's like they. It's a deliberate. It, it, you're very proud of what you do, and yeah. that's very cool that there's these little. Um, actually, this is funny. Um, one of the. Sound effects. This is just something because I, 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 I do work in you know, on on movies and things like that with sound effects and and, and music. I, I I I'm always looking at sound effects and how how you know things are done. Oh yeah, on that level. Um, there is a sound effect when Mikey he sits on a mouse trap. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, and it makes that noise. That's the same sound effect as um, Indy's whip. Really, I, I I I might be wrong, but it sounds very similar <clears throat> to the last when when Indy would crack the whip. It's that very short yeah. snap, but and because uh, I remember he does that silent scream because he doesn't, yeah. want, you know, he he's like, oh. but um, yeah, it was this, a very, it, it's either very reminiscent or it's the same sound effect, yeah, and it's just like that's a Raiders throwback. Nice. Yeah, and I'm nice. pretty sure the the guy who did the guy who did the poster. If you ever seen the poster for the Goonies, it's all them hanging, hanging. off of a, of a cliff face. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Drew Struzan, uh, who did that. I I believe he also did the poster for Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm pretty sure of that. Well, that would make sense because it's almost like the posters 
are the, very similar. Well, and they're like drawings almost. They are, yeah. You know, so sure. it's that's, it makes sense. I, right. I, I can see that. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you know, obviously they're on the ship. Um, two of the big things when they get on the ship. Did you know that there was R two D two was on the ship? Yes. It was like a little. What was it like a? It, it's it's on the back. I, I believe it's on the back of uh, the stern, and. Yeah, I mean I, it, I it's it's painted so it blends in. Yeah, it's not right. just a white and blue R two D two sitting there. Right, just <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Yeah, then? yeah. So apparently, like uh, Star Wars uh, happened way before piracy happened. Cool. Yeah, yeah, right. We, it's it's that that far back. Kind of went backwards. Right. <laughs> um. So obviously they get on the ship and you know they they don't realize that they think in the ship is the treasure, mm-hmm. and then they find the the treasure room. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. one-eyed Willie. And one-eyed Willie. And that's an actual human skull. Oh, that's cool. That's a real human skull. No kidding. I don't know whose, right. <laughs> but it's a real human skull, which made me really think about it whenever I, I found that out because he lifts up the eye patch. He does. Obviously, the eye's missing. There's nothing there. There's nothing it's just there, better. right. Because so, usually it's a socket. You're, yeah. We're sciencing here. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's my and thing. So was it like- filled in. Yeah. Yeah, I So I don't that. know if they filled it in or if it's if in that the skull that that's what it like looked that. like. If they did, that's a find. Yeah, right. For the movie, I'd I'd, lo- I'd love to see, though. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm divided on the, the, the reboot situation or, or finding sequels. I would like to see an uh, uh, a movie about the history of One Eyed Willie, like what that like a prequel type story thing. is, and uh, you know, tie that in. I think I would be fascinated. You know, and I'm gonna say something's gonna probably creep some people out. <laughs> um, uh, I collect. Not human skulls, but I collect skulls. Okay. Like, I showed you one. Yeah. My friend brought me yes. back from oh, Mexico. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, ceramic, stuff like that. That's like, cool. skull things. Well, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny because I, I remember I used to watch, well, not used to, it's not on anymore, but it was, a you know, Carrie Hart, who's married to Pink, the artist. Oh, Pink. yeah. Um, sure. He has his tattoo shops right. out west. Right. Well, he had a guy that worked for him, and they had a show called Inked. Okay. When he yeah. first opened his tattoo shop in Las Vegas. Right. And this guy, uh, Thomas Pendleton. Okay. Uh, apparently was very, very renowned tattoo artist back in the day. And he owned a human skull. Oh, wow. An actual human skull. Because you can buy them legally. Yeah. You yeah. can. They're very expensive. Okay. And I've always said, after I remember watching that, I was like, man, I want to own a human skull. Okay. And that's great. That's cool. Jimmy's like, okay. No, no, no. no, no. You weirdo. Well, well, no, well, well, at my, well, my house, I have, I have uh, things. No, I have things like, I have a megalodon tooth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prehistoric yeah. shark. I've got bones and stuff like yeah. that so i'm with you it's yeah. very cool i said yeah. that'd be like the top of my skull collection that i have to own a human skull but i'll never own one i because no. they're like hyper expensive like but hyper how fascinating expensive. is that like the, the, yeah like oh not like on a you know <laughs> I, I just jay's not awesome. a serial killer no we're i'm just... not a weirdo well <laughs> well Kind of. Come on, we both are. <laughs> Let's be honest. So, anyway, they're on the ship. They find the treasure. Um, one of the big things for the treasure was uh, the Fratellis catch up to him at this point. Oh, my God. Can we and... talk about the casting there? You have Joey Pantoliano, <laughs> Robert Davi, and I, 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 uh, is Ann Ramsey? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I who, think. Who, of course, is in... Uh, um, throw mama from the train. I was, I was gonna say, what's the one with the? Yeah, Damn she's. It. Man, yeah, she's so mean to Danny DeVito. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's, 
there's even even the humor between them where, where they're eating pizza at one point and they start throwing pizza and they they, they draw guns. guns on each other. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and I forget. I'm sorry, Mama. And she just slaps the oh, crap yeah. out of him. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And it's and then but it's so funny because she's the uh, come to Mama Sloth. Come, yeah. come to Mama. Well, the part <laughs> where that because they were trying to sh- they were shoving stuff in there when they found the treasure. Right. The Goonies were shoving stuff in pockets, whatever. Right. And they the ma- part where Mouth had all oh, the god, jewels, the pearls. Well, you know, and he had all the jewels and oh, stuff. His mouth. Do you know yeah. that he, that was real? He actually put there was in his no mouth? split scenes. Oh god! Like a lot of times they do split scenes right. where you would put some in, they shoot it, and then you put some more in. He put all of that in his Way mouth. Go Feldman, and I they like said it. that that's actually where the name came from for mouth. mouth. And they, okay. Yeah, because they um one of the big things about this movie was which I I don't know, uh, you know enough about filmmaking, right, right, to know that uh, you know a lot of the a lot of movies are shot. Like, you know, you'll shoot the middle of the movie, and then you'll shoot the end of the movie, and then you'll shoot the beginning. Because right. it's Out all about sequence. locations and stuff, yes. Was this shot in sequence? Completely in sequence. Oh, that's cool. And they okay. said that that's rare. Yeah, for which these days. Yeah. I kind of think to myself, I'm like, you know, I, if I was going to shoot a movie, I'd want to shoot it in sequence. Yeah, you I just think it'd be easier. Unfold, right? But uh, apparently that's not a thing. But yeah, they this thing was shot completely in sequence. That's which cool. I thought was really awesome. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because you were saying that, like, because then Sloth shows up with Chunk, saves yes. the day, saves him from the Fratellis, and uh, that's when they try to pull Sloth. You know, he's like, "Break, fall, yeah, right," because oh. they were singing the Rockabye yes. Baby. Oh. And uh, uh, and by the way, do you know who William B. Portabelle is? William B. Portabelle. Why? Yeah. Did, uh, not uh, not a mushroom enthusiast. No. Okay. No. Uh, it's actually One-Eyed Willie's full name. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. See, so, see there's that backstory movie we need to write. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. So there it is. And that, that could be the title. It could be his full name. could be the title. That'd be, that'd be cool. Oh. <laughs> I like that. Oh, wow. Um, so obviously they escaped to Fratelli's. Yes. Because of sloth, because yeah, um, then they escape with the dynamite that they didn't know they'd been carrying the entire time. Oh, that's time. right, because they call them candlesticks earlier. Correct, they thought it was candles. Oh god, and uh, they get out, and then um, the two cops or rangers are on the four wheelers and find them on the one beach. of them is Richard Donner. Yes, oh, that's he so made cool. a cameo. Yeah. Um, if you watch it, he's the guy wearing the sunglasses. Yeah, the he, other guy wh- doesn't have white sunglasses hair. Yeah. yeah, so um, they find them. Then of course. Uh, Family shows up. They all the police show up. Yes. which I think is funny because I feel like in real life, you're not going to find these kids on the beach calling back up, call their families, and everybody's going to show up to where they were found. Yeah, you're going to take the kids kinda, to the police station, right? Yeah, you know. But uh, one of the cool things is, is when they're on the beach, uh, some of the actors' actual parents. Oh, that's cool. I think the, Chunk's family. It was. Like is, uh, right? I know that Data Data's. That was actually his parents. Okay, that was actually his parents and his sister. Um, oh, I don't cool. know exactly which ones, but it was a lot of them yeah, that yeah. was their actual parents. I think, uh, I want to say Feldman. Oh, okay. Like it was his actual parents, that's I think. Cool. I yeah. think. But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Ah. So. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if I'd want my parents coming on. Like, no. Um, but then something that was really cool was um, after they wrapped. So yeah. the movie wrapped up. Um, just go back here real quick yeah, yeah. so we can just kind of go to the end of the movie. But when they're on the beach, 
and obviously the Fratellis come to go to arrest them. Sloth is considered one of the Fratellis, so they you oh, know, yeah. they save Sloth, and he goes to live with Chunk and happily ever after. That could be another sequel. Oh, I'm telling you. Sloth and Chunk. Right. Chunk and Sloth, Chunk, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> they end up, then the pirate ship broke loose because the dynamite so cool. set out a landslide right. and opened up the cave. And the thing that blew my mind is they're watching this pirate ship just float away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full yeah. of all this treasure. Right. And they're just like, whatever. And I'm like, dude, go get speedboats. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's millions of dollars in jewels and treasure. Deadliest catch. The Stupid. Right yeah. Like, because, I mean, this is an old ship. It's yeah. only going to go so far to it, like, capsizes. Correct. Right. You know, and then right. it's at the bottom of the sea with all the rest of the treasures. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I read one time, I don't remember how much it was, that they estimated out how many billions and billions of dollars. Oh, that was actually worth, on it? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. But I'm yeah. saying I read this in an article. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, billions yeah. and billions and billions of do- dollars. And I think they said it's like 85% of the world's gold yeah. is on the ocean floor. Oh, that's cool. Wow. And that's why you like you see movies like National Treasure and things. Correct. These not necessarily like in the movies, but this stuff exists. Oh yeah. And oh, treasure yeah. hunters for exist. Sure. For like sure. they're right here looking for their next big thing. Right. Like the movie Fool's Gold. Oh yeah. You know? So anyway, <laughs> the movie wraps. Oh. Um they were instructed, I wanna say by Spielberg, if I remember correctly, instructed the actors yeah. to be very distant and cold. With Richard oh, Donner, oh, yeah, the last week of this. production. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just be very cold and standoffish with him. And he was very confused. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what the hell did I do to these guys? <laughs> right, right. So he went back to Hawaii after they wrapped. Oh, and they were all there to surprise to him. That's and they threw cool. a big party for him. That's yeah. really cool. So I was like, man, this poor guy's thinking he did something really did bad. Like, what did I do? I, these I traumatized people? these kids. I have, I have a, a, a murdering family. That is after them. They've been thrown into a labyrinth that is trapped with, with, you know, things that can murder them any second. Oh, yeah. What have I done? You know? And then and then I'll make lethal weapon. Oh, man. So That's uh, fantastic. Uh, to put a little bow on it, too, I thought something was cool. Uh, yeah. February last year, which was right before COVID yeah. started, uh, Sarah Watson is her name. She created the bold uh, TV show called The Bold Type. The Bold Type. Okay. I've never heard of it. No, I haven't either. But she um, she help, helps film students create shot-for-shot remakes of movies, and she did The Goonies. No kidding. They did. So, in other words, they take shot-for-shot, shot and they use okay. their own actors and blah, 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 oh, blah. That's cool. I thought that was pretty cool. So, but... That's... Uh, that'd be cool. Uh, uh, I, I know that was done... It was, it, there's there's kids that did like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think there's one called Son of Rambo. Oh yeah, and they there was a couple yeah. kids that did that. I want to see the uh, the version of Reservoir Dogs that kids would. Uh, oh my gosh, dive Woo. into. We can't do that one. No, that'd be bad. <laughs> film, film, can you imagine that situation? The, the ear scene alone. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you kids doing out here? Nothing. Is that Steelers wheel we're, stuck in the middle? Of that? <laughs> it oh, is. God, that song. You're right. We you can't walk. You can't listen to that while thinking of Michael Madsen with that razor. Uh, that's another one for the list. I know. We're just going to keep we're going to we're wormholes. This thing's going to go for years. My God. So there you have it. Goonies. Yes. Um, again, uh, I feel like majority of people have seen this film. Right. If you have not seen Goonies. Oh, go see it. 
you know, or just go buy it. Or buy I think it, you yeah. You can buy it on Amazon for like $3. Correct. I mean, you know, it's like some of the movies you can get on DVD for practically nothing now. Right. Um, so go get it. Rent it on Amazon Prime, whatever you got to do. And I, I, actually, they might be shown on like Netflix and stuff. I mean, okay. they change that every month. That's, so. that's true. It's hard to say. And I, I believe, actually, it, 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 because I looked earlier, it is on CMT this evening at 7.30. Ah! Well, by the, time CMT, they, by the time they time listen to the podcast. It, it's already it's, passed. <laughs> but if you have on We're demand, not live, Jimmy! That's right. We're not live. <laughs> I for, Special thank you to the Rogue Company for the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And just to... Grenadine. Just, yes, Grenadine. <laughs> Just to get just to get that back out there, the drink is called the Goonie. The Goonie, and again, nine pincers of power. Yes, thank right. you to uh, Rogue Spirits and Rogue uh, Brewery. It's delicious, and um, thank you to you for mixing a delicious beverage. I know, grenadine. So it's just uh, <laughs> just throw some vodka, raspberry liquor. Like I said, we used razzmatazz. Uh, some orange juice and cranberries. What it calls That's for? Wonderful. We used orange juice and grenadine. Grenadine. Yeah, roses, grenadine. The password is grenadine. <laughs> the password <laughs> is New England clam chowder. Oh, is that the red or the white? Oh yeah. So, all right, guys, thanks for joining us uh, for another edition of Drinks in a Movie. I'm AJ. I'm Jimmy. We'll see you next time.